Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 80 of Unfiltered. I am back after a month. A lot has happened. Um, I finished my junior fall, and now I am at home on winter break. Um, This has just been a really chaotic last month of my life, um, and so much has happened. I felt like I wasn't really in the right mindset to podcast, and I also was super busy trying to finish finish up my finals. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot going on, but now that I'm home, I have finally been able to sit down and record, which is always very therapeutic for me. Today, I'm going to be talking about how ever since I got to college, my relationship with home um, has changed a lot. And the place that I live and grew up in and the place that I go to school are, I mean, they're not super far from each other. Like I'm still in the same country and side of the country, but I definitely don't live close to where I go to school, um, which is something that I actually really wanted when I was applying to colleges. Um, But I think because of that, my relationship with home has just been a lot different. And also just the fact that I'm in college, like even if I, I think even if I lived close to home, I still would have such a different relationship. Um, But I guess I didn't realize like how much my definition and my relationship with home would change. Um, And a lot of this is also like in the context of so many life changes that I've been through recently, um, which I'm not really going to get into, but I think I'm going to talk about it on next week's episode. But for now, yeah, there's been a lot of changes, but I am back home. I finished my semester and I have three semesters left in college, which is crazy. Um, But yeah, today I'm just going to be talking about home, why it's healing, why it's changing, um, and the role that it plays in my life now that I am almost done. Well, I'm not almost done with college, but over halfway done. For my favorites recently, I have been listening to SZA's new album nonstop. It's so good, and I know I'm not the only one who's been saying this and that this is a pretty uh, widespread opinion, but her album is so good. I really want to see her in concert, but I haven't looked at tickets yet. Um, it's just so good. It's exactly what I needed. I also love, I've been loving the color blue recently and I'm in love with the album art. Um, and I also love, like, I don't know if you guys know, but on Spotify, how you can click on the, like when you're listening to a song, you can click on it and see like video, a video in the background, if that makes sense. I don't know, but I love how it's like the album art, but it's moving, if that makes sense. Like the waves are moving. I don't know. I lo- I low-key like stared at it for five minutes because I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> um, but I love her new album. I've also been loving, I've talked about Celsius before on this podcast, um, but we all know I have a caffeine addiction and sometimes buying the cans of Celsius is just really annoying. Um, but I found this I found something in CVS the other day that just completely changed my life. And it's basically just like Celsius powder packets and you just pour it in water. And so you can like in my backpack, I have like 30 of those packets so I can just have an energy drink whenever I want rather than having to carry around the actual can. I also really like the packets because 
I have a really sensitive stomach and sometimes the carbonation of Celsius makes my stomach hurt, but the powder isn't carbonated. <laughs> this is so dumb, but it's just like really easy to quickly make in the morning before a workout class or to make in the dining hall um, before I start studying. And I think they taste better than the canned Celsius, which might be a hot take, but that's what I've been loving recently. Um, in terms of a low moment, just lots of life changes. Um, I've just been going through a lot recently and if you're my close friend, like obviously you would know, but I'm not going to get into it. Um, but I think it's, it's one of those things where like in life, you're not always, obviously you're not always going to have things going perfectly well, um, or everything working in your favor, like things, there's going to be highs and there's going to be lows. And I think right now I'm just kind of in a low period, but I get a lot of faith and hope knowing that this is not, this is temporary. It's not going to last forever. And also like, I, I don't know, I try to be um, a future forward person and try to focus on the big picture. And I know that change it's hard and especially when it's unexpected change <laughs> this is all very vague but i'm trying to say this in a way that could apply to anyone who's going through a hard time but like going through hard times going through change it's tough and there's going to be days where you wake up and it's harder than others there's going to be days where you wake up and you feel a little bit better but the most important thing to remember is that you are first of all growing through all this and you will be stronger um, because of all of it. Second of all, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, so I'm holding on to that. And third of all, um, I just know that good things are coming. And yeah, I am trying to do my best to not be so hard on myself. Um, and the fact that I finished out my semester and I made it home, I think is in itself a very a very admirable feat and so I'm very proud of myself for that anyway <laughs> that's that's my low moment but also kind of my highlight I guess um, but in terms of like more tangible highlights I did finish my semester well um, and I have been working out so much like I have looking back on it I feel like this is the semester where I really prioritized my health um, like I slept more than I have ever slept any other semester. I have worked out more consistently more than I have any other semester. And as a result, I feel right now that I am the fittest that I have ever been. Um, I think after a semester, my sophomore year of not sleeping enough, not exercising, not eating enough, not feeling my body, I realized, and I talk about this all the time, but I just realized like how much it affects you. And I thought I could keep that up. Um, but this past semester, I tried my best to really look after myself. And since I was also working towards becoming a fitness instructor, like I would have that to hold me accountable. I also started CrossFit, which I've talked about. Um, and now that I'm home, I have also been trying to cha channel a lot of my energy into just sweating and working out. And that to me is such an outlet. Um, and that's been really fun. It's it's so rewarding to like go in the gym or go into a cycling room, go into a yoga room and just feel physically. It's not about like how, I mean, part of it is obviously the physical component. There's no doubting that. But I think 
the most important part is how you feel and and the mental aspect of it and I've just been feeling a lot better and a lot healthier and like recognizing that I'm able to do more things in the gym like lift heavier I'm more flexible I can do more poses and yoga things like that has been really exciting um and it's something I've been holding on to just throughout all the life changes that I've been going through um And that's kind of a way that I've been focusing on myself. And I feel like that's kind of a preview into what I'm going to be talking about next week. But (laughs) for today, for this week's episode, we're going to be talking about home um, and all the lovely things that come with that. So without further ado, thank you guys for being so patient with me um, throughout this entire podcast process. And if you're a student, I hope you are at home enjoying the holidays with your family, um, whatever that may look like. And I hope that this episode is entertaining or helpful or just great background noise for whatever you're doing right now as you're listening. Um, And let's get on to the first segment. The first way that my relationship with home has changed upon becoming a college student is my definition of home has kind of been rattled. Um, I remember when I first left for college, my dad was saying, he, he was basically like, you know, you're leaving for college and at this exact moment, like at this very moment that you're leaving for your first semester, like your experience and your relationship with home will be different. And I remember he said that and I was like, what? (laughs) I I remember being like, I mean, it's still going to be home. Like I'm still going to come back on breaks. It's not really going to feel any different, but he's right. And I can't exactly put my finger on it. Like what specifically is different, but I tried to compile this list of things that in my opinion, have made my relationship with home so different. And the first one is my definition of home. When I first got to college, I would think to myself, wow, like college is so far away from home. It's so far away from the city that I grew up in that I spent, you know, all most of my childhood in the the city that I went to high school in. And I know the roads so well. I know all the restaurants. I know all the places that I would regularly go to. Like I would spend so much time driving like down the roads in this city. But then all of a sudden I was relocated to this new city that is so different. Like the place where I grew up in is in the South, Southern US. And then the place where I go to school is in the Northeast. And just the culture of the cities even is different and so much about the cities is different. Um, So when I first got to college, I was like, wow, like home is so far away from college. But I kind of started realizing like as the years went, as the years, I've only been here for like two and a half years, but as the semester started to go by, as the months started to go by, I remember thinking, wait, no, like home is far away from college. Like it's actually the other way around because now I'm spending the bulk of my time in college. Like I don't come home as much. Um, And I don't exactly know what this means, but I was, I was kind of like trying to reflect on this change that happened. And it made me realize like, 
I feel like I'm in this really unique period of my life where I'm stuck in this weird in-between where I don't really know what my permanent home is. When I'm in college, I fully feel like that is my home. But then when I come back, this is also my home, but in a different way. And I think that for as long as I'm a student and I'm constantly traveling back and forth, constantly on a plane, I will always be in this weird in between. Um, And I don't know when it would end. I'm assuming when I'm at the point where I'm either like living alone or living with a family or I don't know when I have my career established. I think at that point, I guess I would have a more permanent home. But right now, it's just, I yeah, I feel like very, I guess the word I would describe it is, I would use to describe my lifestyle now that I'm in college is like nomadic. Um, I feel like I'm constantly moving and packing. Like I'm always packing. I'm also always on a plane. <laughs> like I have been on so many flights in the past few years um, because even over the summer, like I, I go places for the summer. Like this past summer I was abroad. The summer before that I was up at Boston and um, on breaks I also tend to like go to a bunch of places or I like I go back and forth a lot. So I feel like in college I'm always kind of living out of a suitcase and obviously like I spend extended time in college or in my childhood home. But just the fact that I am constantly packing and repacking um, is interesting. And then it's also interesting because when I'm in college, like I'm surrounded by the same people for months. And then I go home and I'm surrounded by my family for a month, for weeks. And I never really feel constancy in my surroundings, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. It to me, this is the last thing I'm going to say about this point, but the way I describe it is kind of that feel, that weird feeling. Like, you know, when you, I feel this a lot, but I sometimes get in these moods where I get very nostalgic of my childhood and like very nostalgic of my past. But at the same time, I'm really excited for the future and like what I will become and who I will become and everything that the future has in store for me. And experiencing these two emotions at the same time is such an interesting experience. And it's so like that's to me is is similar to being stuck in this weird in between of two different places. But for the example I gave, it's like two different mindsets, I guess. I don't really know. That's that's the best way I can describe it. Um, so yeah, I feel like I'm kind of stuck in this interesting middle ground. Um, I'm always like flipping, but not even because I'm like going from place to place. I don't know. Basically, my definition of home has kind of been rattled. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I actually really enjoy it. I am going to talk about it later, but I hate, I hate being in the same place for too long. So I actually think I kind of like the nomadic lifestyle um, for now, but that's just something I've observed. The next thing um, that has changed, I think, upon getting to college is it's really increased my gratitude for home. And I, what I mean by this is the fact that I even have a home to return to, first of all, and second of all, the fact that I can return home. Um, 
And I think in high school, pretty much all of my friends came from similar, pretty similar family situations. Like everyone kind of had, you know, two parents, siblings, a stable household. Um, and that's just what I grew up seeing. And I'm also lucky enough for the fact that I have that. And when I got to college, like a lot of my friends actually aren't able to go home very often, maybe because financially they just can't afford to, or they live really far, or they live in they live in a different country, or their household environment doesn't allow for them to go home. Um, and these are all things that I've witnessed in college. And I guess like I am so privileged in the fact that I can say that I had never really thought about. Like I never questioned whether or not I would be able to return home on breaks. Um, but the fact that I can, I think, and the fact that I know I have a home that I can return to has just made me so much more grateful for it versus when I was living here, you know, for like 18 years of my life, I never thought about, like, you never think about what you have until you're gone from it. Um, so yeah, I guess, (laughs) I guess this is a pretty wholesome point, but I'm just grateful for home. And and while I'm, you know, obviously when I'm at home, I'm also grateful for college and the fact that I go to school and I'm, I have access to an education. Um, but it's all about perspective, you know, like every time I'm at home, I'm like, well, you know, like I'm, I'm grateful to be in college. And then every time I'm in college and I'm super stressed about something or I'm going through it, I'm always like, I just want to go home. <laughs> and I'm glad that I could, you know, I'm glad I have that to look forward to. So it's increased my gratitude. College has increased my gratitude for home. Definitely. Um, The next point that I have is that I think that college and getting into college has actually made me closer to my family, which seems, it seems counterintuitive. Um, But I talked about this before, but in high school, as soon as I got my license, I was never home. Like, I would, and it makes sense. I mean, I would leave in the morning at like 7 a.m. I would go to school. I would be there for eight hours, which looking back is insane. Like I can, now that I'm in college and I can, you know, take breaks between classes or I'm not in school all the time. Like it's crazy to think that in high school for five days a week, I was in one building for eight hours. And like I would be in school from like 8 a.m., until 4 p.m. and then I would have after school practice or I would have meetings club meetings things like that and then I would come home and then it would be like six or seven and that's almost 12 hours in one building I don't know why that's I mean that's insane to me I guess I didn't realize like how trapped I was in high school and like how much time I spent at school um anyway but yeah and then you know, I would, I would get back from school, I would eat dinner, and then I would do my homework, but I would go to the gym at night, or, like, on weekends, I would go out with my friends, or I I was just never really home in high school, um, and it's, it's kind of that thing of, like, distance, it's so cheesy, but, like, distance makes the heart grow fonder, like, I feel like ever since I got to college, 
even though I'm physically further from my family and I don't see them as much, I weirdly feel more comfortable with them, if that makes sense. Like, I can't really put my finger on it, but it's almost like when I return home, that sense of familiarity when I'm around my family, even though I haven't seen them in a long time, I think that that sense of familiarity makes me feel closer to them. Because it's like, with me, I'm like, like, with my brother especially, I feel like, like, we're not... I don't, I'm not super close to my brother, but I think that once I got into college and then when I come back, I'm kind of like, oh, you actually are like, I, you know, you're my brother. Like you've been in my life forever. Um, that familiarity to me is kind of like this realization of like, oh, you, you know, we are closer than I, I thought because we're family. This is like also, I don't know. I don't know if this makes sense, but I, I feel like family which is an inevitable part of home itself um like my relationship with my family has also really changed in college I don't know if any of you guys can also relate um but that's kind of something that I've been thinking about um the next point is actually really interesting and something that I think about a lot and something that I've noticed about myself that I didn't know (laughs) but home is the only place that allows for boredom And by that, I mean, college is, I was explaining this to a friend the other day, and my friend was saying this. He was saying that, like, he put it so perfectly in words. He was like, tell me why, ever since I got to college, I feel like my life is a soap opera and everyone has motives. And I was like, you know what? That is such a good way of putting it. Like, I have, ever since I got to college, I feel like my life has just been so chaotic and so dynamic like there's always something happening it feels like I don't want to get into like that main character I don't know I I hate all of that but I feel like there's always like multiple plot lines that are running through my life when I'm in college like because if you think about it like college students are juggling so many things like I am trying to do well in school I'm trying to make sure I'm keeping up with my extracurriculars. I'm trying to keep up with my health. I'm trying to keep up with my sleep, with my social life, with my romantic life. Like there's so many things that are going on in college. And I have found that my life has never been boring in college. Like sometimes in good ways, sometimes in awful ways. Sometimes I'm like, I just wish I had a moment of peace. Like I wish I had a moment in college where there wasn't something happening. But the thing is, is like, despite how chaotic and dynamic my college experience has been, no matter when I return to, to home, like home is always the same. It's always the same. And it's like, my family does the same thing. Like my brother's always doing the same thing. Like we're always, it's always the same. And I find that it's the only place where I can truly get bored. And it's also compounded by the fact that I go home on breaks. And so usually I'm not doing schoolwork. Um, but even then, like, like I think Thanksgiving break is the weirdest break for students because like you go home and like you feel like you should be relaxing, but at the same time you have so much 
going on because Thanksgiving break is towards the end, end of fall semester. So then your finals are approaching, but then you're also finishing up like midterms. It's just a weird time. And I always find that I'm so stressed during Thanksgiving break because I'm like, I have so much work to do. And then I always end up doing nothing. And then I get I get bored <laughs> even when I should be doing my work. But anyway, yeah. So I feel like like upon getting home for the past week, no joke. I I mean, yes, I've been seeing my friends. I've been working out. But like I have been spending extended periods of time in bed watching YouTube or Netflix or online shopping or just like listening to music and vibing. And I can never do that in college. And like for the first time today, I remember thinking to myself, I'm so bored. Like there is nothing for me to do. I mean, realistically, there is because there's always something to do in my life. But in that very moment, I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> and the interesting thing, though, <laughs> is that I do, when this happens, I do appreciate it because it's like the only period of time where my life is not a hot mess and there's not something entirely dramatic or soap opera-esque going on in my life. Like, side note, like, I don't know if maybe I'm just having a unique college experience, but I feel like I'm always going through some sort of, like, movie scene or movie scenario. Um, anyway, but I do like boredom for like a day, but the thing about me is I actually hate boredom and I hate feeling stagnant and I hate excess comfort. Um, so (laughs) that being said, I also, when I get home, cannot stand, I cannot spend an extended amount of time at home. So I usually end up on, like during winter breaks, I usually end up traveling to go see my college friends. Um, just because like, I don't know, I, the thought of spending like, like our winter break is super long. It's like a month and a half. And like the thought of spending that long, six weeks in one city makes me a little antsy, even though I do that in college, I feel like it's different at home because I don't have like active things to do. Um, it's obviously I like to see my high school friends, but my high school friends also start school. Like their their colleges start way before mine. Like I start end of January practically, and a lot of them start in earlier mid January. So I'm like, okay, what do I do with myself for a month? Um, but yeah, I actually hate boredom. So that being said, I do tend to leave home after like a few weeks. But the first few weeks are nice. Like I soak up that boredom for as long as I can. And then once it gets to a point where I can't handle it anymore, I'm like, all right, I'm actually gonna leave. But I think home is the only place where that can happen. Like it's. I lay in my in my bed and you know I'm surrounded by all my high school photos and everything and I'm like this is weird but relaxing and I will allow myself to relax. I don't know. <laughs> um the next point that I have is coming home gives me a perspective shift on friendships. So seeing my high school friends and specifically my best friends from high school that I've known forever, seeing them makes me, it makes me either very appreciative of my friends in college or it makes me realize certain things about my friendships. Like it opens my eyes up to people who maybe aren't necessarily great friends to me in college and it's vice versa too. Like when I'm at home, I am able to have a very, I'm, I'm able to 
have a clearer perspective on my relationships in college. And then when I'm in college, I'm able to have a clear perspective on my relationships back at home. Um, but it makes sense. Like, I think it's so easy when you are in a friendship or a relationship to get very absorbed in it and to get very immersed in it. And then you don't, it blinds you. Like you don't realize when maybe the friendship or relationship is toxic or they're treating you horribly, or maybe you're the toxic one. Like maybe you're the problem. Maybe, maybe the friendship is just not as strong as you thought, like things like that. Um, that's easy to miss when you're actually in that friendship in the moment but then when you have distance and time and you encounter other people that often gives you this realization like oh you know now that I'm looking at it now that I don't have rose-colored glasses on or now that I'm far away that friendship isn't great it could also happen that you know you have distance and time and it makes you realize wow like that friendship is really great like that is someone who really helps me get through things and i've had both experiences like every time i come home for break i always i always try to do this like analysis of my friendships and relationships and i've had times where i get home and i look back on my college friendships and i'm like that friendship is not good i am i do not want to be friends with that person Um, But there's also times where I get home and I look back and I'm like, that is a very special person that I met in college and I'm so glad I met them and I will hold on to them. Um, And the same happens when I'm in college. I think about my high school friends like that. But I think you need that shift, right? Like you need some sort of reason for you to take a step back and really evaluate and analyze the people that are in your lives. And I have really, I've talked about it before, but I have done, I think, a, I have done a lot in order to ensure that I am surrounding myself with people who make me feel my best and people that I know support me, people that I support. Um, And it's hard. I think the process of college has always, has also taught me that you're going to lose people and But at the same time, like new people will come into your life. Like there's always going to be some sort of change. Um, But yeah, I think coming home, I'm always like, it's usually on the plane where I think about it. I'm like, what happened this past semester? (laughs) Like what, what about this person? What about this person? Um, So I always have this like perspective shift on my friendships. Another thing which is tied to this is I have a perspective shift in priorities. Um, and I I have one very strong example for this. And also disclaimer, like I'm not trying to, you know, hate on anyone who's involved with Greek life. Like this is not, I, I think Greek life can be great when it's, you know, used in the correct way. And I think there's great aspects of it. I think personally for me, like it's just not really it's not something I'm really involved with, so I don't really understand what it's like to be in a frat or sorority, but it's interesting because all of my high, pretty much all of my high school friends are in sororities, and when I come back from college, it's, it's very interesting to observe what people talk about when we all get together and we catch up, and for my friends who are in sororities, a lot of times I kind of observe, and again, I'm not saying this in a judgy way because, you know, we all have our different experiences in our lives and 
that's totally fine. Like I'm I'm not going to sit here and be like being in a sorority is bad because that's a very sweeping statement. And I also don't think that. I think that sororities can be great. Um, but I use this example to be to explain that like people, my friends who are in sororities, I can see how their lives, their experiences, their relationships, their college stories, everything, all the information that they have to share, a lot of it is very centered on the fact that they're in a sorority and that they're involved with Greek life. And obviously it's not, there's nothing wrong with that, <laughs> but I think being pretty much the only one of my high school close girlfriends who isn't in a sorority and isn't involved in Greek life, like I realized that people had just have such different priorities in college and people have such different experiences in college. And it's, it's just very interesting because again, who you surround yourself with influences you a lot. And it's, it's easy for me to see how, you know, who my high school friends have surrounded themselves with has influenced them and who I've surrounded myself with has influenced me. And I just think that I, I get such a, when I'm in college, like I get very bogged down and very surrounded by my environment. And I don't realize that there's a life outside of college. And then I get back home. I talk to people who are in completely different colleges, who have completely different life circumstances, who are in sororities. And I'm like, oh, you know, like this, everyone's out here doing their own thing. Everyone's living their own life. And that's great. Um, and I think it's really helpful to hear stories like that. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm not, everyone's different. And I almost like hearing about, you know, people, I actually really like hearing about people's stories who are different, who are in different college environments. Um, but I think the sororities example for me is just so strong because it's something that I've noticed and I've kind of taken a note in the back of my mind, like, you know, if I had gone to a different college, if I had been involved in a sorority, I would be so different. My life would be so different. The stories that I share would be so different. And that's fine because how am I supposed to know which one is better? I don't think either one is better. Um, but yeah, coming home really allows me to have this perspective shift in what people's priorities are and in what their life looks like right now. Anyway, um, I have two points left. The second to last point is kind of related but not really but I I recognize the differences in my communities when I come home um and I've mentioned this before but in high school I was one of I mean I can probably count on one hand the number of East Asian students who went to my high school and who were in my public school system and I guess when it happened, or when I was in high school, I definitely, I recognized that I was pretty much the only East Asian student, but I don't think it really affected me as much because I didn't understand. I guess that it was kind of this anomaly that I was the only person, <laughs> the only East Asian student most of the time in, in, in a classroom. And then I got to college and my college just so happens to have a large population of East Asian students. And I think I, I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, and I've, I've had a lot of, I have a lot of thoughts on this. I was thinking of uploading an episode about it. Might save it for next year. But yeah, I like coming home, I'm realizing the diversity of my surroundings in college 
and also the lack thereof of my diversity at home. Um, and I don't know how to explain it, but I almost feel like I do this thing where like I code switch. Um, like when I'm in college and I'm with people of a similar background as me, like people who are also Korean or also East Asian, I almost feel like there's this underlying like understanding and connection between us that I can't really put my finger on. Um, and then when I get home and I'm with people who aren't East Asian, like obviously I still am just as close with these people and I, it's not like I feel less close to them because they're not East Asian, but I feel like sometimes the types of conversations that we have are different just because there's less things that we can connect on um, because we don't share, you know, the same identity or background. And that's fine. And I think there's so much value in connecting with people of different backgrounds and identities. Um, But I've almost noticed this like change in myself and it's not intentional and I don't think it's a bad thing. It's more so like an indication of comfort. Like when I'm with other East Asian people like I I almost feel I just it's just familiar to me and I feel comforted by it um and then when I come back home like obviously I'm still comfortable with these people because they're my close friends from high school that I've known for a while but I think getting in college and meeting a lot of East Asian students and realizing like I did not have this in high school I feel like I realized what I was missing out on and like realizing how many parts of my identity I suppressed in high school Um, And this is such a, I think, it's so unique to the two different places. Like, it's so unique to my home city versus my college city. Like, the the demographics are just a lot different. And it's honestly very striking. Um, But that's just something I've realized. And I don't think this is, I don't know, this is just very personal to me. And obviously, like, people are going to have different experiences. But I think at least in my experience, I, once I got to college and then, you know, once I started going back home and then going back to college and like seeing who I was, who I was surrounded by each time, I started to recognize like, I don't know, there's a lot of value in diversity um, and there's a lot of value in associating yourself with people who are different than you but there's also a lot of value in you know connecting with people who share similar experiences and backgrounds as you so that's all I'm going to say about that um but that's that's another thing that I've recognized upon getting into college the final thing that I have come to appreciate about home is because of all the things that I have talked about today because of the fact that I get a perspective shift, because of the fact that I have more gratitude for home, because of the fact that I can be bored here, and because of the fact that it's so stable, I am able to heal at home. And home has become really a place of healing for me. And I think this episode is kind of coming full circle to what I was talking about in the beginning, but I've just been going through to be completely transparent, I've been going through some really, the past few weeks have just been really tough and the end of my semester was really tough. And I was going through a lot of life changes and I was just going through a lot of unexpected life changes. Um, and I remember thinking to myself, I just need to go home. Like that was my instinct thought. And it's just, 
I mean, a lot of it is tied together. Like, I can lie in bed for hours. And for some reason, doing that in college makes me feel awful. Like, I, it has a lot to do with the environment of the place I go to college. Like, I, I almost felt like I couldn't lie in bed all day, even though that was completely justified. I felt like I couldn't do that in college because since I was still in that college environment, I felt so much pressure to continue to be productive, even though I had already finished my classes. Like I was like, oh, you know, I need to figure out my summer and I need to do X, Y, Z, like just literally thinking of all these other things that I needed to do. Um, But at home, like I don't feel guilt for doing that. I don't feel guilt for taking care of myself, (laughs) which sounds sad. Um, but I think in college, like one thing I've really struggled with is like guilt for taking what I need. Um, and I feel like I can go off on this topic about wants and needs and also giving yourself what you deserve and also recognizing that you deserve so much more than what you're getting for the most part, that's probably the case. Maybe I'll talk about it next week. I'm feeling a little passionate. Um, but yeah, I I can lay in bed all day. I can, you know, there's always a fully stocked pantry at home and I'm grateful for the fact that I can say that. You know, I have all of the familiar places at home that I can go to, all the coffee shops that I went to so much in high school, all of my favorite restaurants, all of my favorite yoga studios, things like that. Um, I have a car that I can drive in and blast music in. I can't do that in college. Like, it's home gives me the opportunity to heal. And it's funny because I used to almost not like going home um, because I used to get FOMO. And I used to get so stressed that when I was at home, my college friendships would fall apart. Because I wouldn't know what they were up to. I would feel so much pressure to keep communicating with my college friends. And it would just be stressful. And I would stress myself out so much over it. I did this so much my freshman winter break. Because got to college, had a semester, went home for winter break. And I was stressed the whole time. Because I wanted to keep up those friendships. I wanted to strengthen them. I wanted to know what they were up to. And... As a result, I would spend a lot of my time at home on FaceTime calls with them, texting them, forcing some conversations. And now I'm at this point where A, the friendships that I have in college don't, I don't need to do that because I feel very solid in them. And B, I'm realizing that that is such a waste of time and energy. And in reality, (laughs) no one's really doing anything that exciting. It's so much better to do your own thing and focus on yourself than to spend a lot of energy trying to figure out what other people are doing. Um, And also, I just don't care anymore about what other people are doing, frankly. I mean, even my closest friends, like I update my close friends on, on things and I, you know, I'll send them funny videos and, and like I'll text them, but I don't feel the need to constantly update or hear about their updates. Like I, in a way, I just embrace the fact that we're apart because everyone needs time apart from from certain things, um, even really great things, like even really great friendships. Like, I don't want to be around them 24-7. Like, you need time. So I'm kind of in my I don't really care era in the best way possible. 
Um, and I, I love doing my own thing. And I'm really in this, I'm in this part of my life <laughs> in light of recent circumstances, which I am being so vague, but I will talk, I will, I will talk about it more in my next episode. Um, but I am in this part of my life where I am really trying to focus on myself because I need to. I need you more than ever. I need to focus on myself. I need to, I want to get to this mindset where I just, I just let go and I go day by day and I am appreciative of things that happened in the past, but I'm not stuck in the past and I'm constantly, you know, moving forward while at the same time being grateful for what I have right now. There's a lot, (laughs) there's a lot been going on and from the first episode of Unfiltered to now, so much change and some good, some bad, but honestly, all change is good, I think, in the long run. So let's just say all good. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I have loved being at home for the past week. I will be home for the next few weeks Um, and I'm really going to soak that up. I hope that you guys are having a wonderful holiday season. I'm actually recording this on Christmas Eve. Um but I guess it's coming out on Christmas exactly. So this is my Christmas present to you guys, but and to myself, I think. Um because I I just love podcasting. Like it always makes you feel so much better. Um but I hope yeah, I hope you guys are having a great break. If you are also a student, I hope you thought about some of the things that I was saying I also would encourage you to cherish the fact that you're at home if you are at home and also be grateful for it and to realize that not everyone gets to be at home right now um and also realize like this is such a I think winter breaks especially during college is such a unique time like when else are you gonna be in this weird limbo of like college and home and I think I think breaks are also a space of reflection for for college semesters and like time is just flying by so I find myself getting more and more nostalgic and sentimental and reflective with each semester and each break and I only have after this one one more college break or one more winter break in college so yeah it's insane (laughs) um last thing that I have to say I know I've been saying this since the summer but I promise you that new podcast cover art is coming soon one of my friends is designing it for me and I am so excited because she is so talented and I've been talking with her about my vision for it and what I want and I'm just excited to pour continue to pour so much love and passion and dedication into this podcast something that I've been doing for a few years something that I want to continue doing and something that I want to just change in the best way possible and I want it to reflect the change that I'm going through anyway so new uh, new cover art is coming soon be excited for that I think that's all I have for today um next week's episode is going to be a year-long recap um but I think it's just going to turn into a very long existential ramble about what I've been up to and the recent life changes that I've been going through so get get ready for that um thank you guys Thank you so much for continuing to listen. This is truly my passion project and I 
hope you guys have a great Christmas, great holiday season. And yeah, I will be back next week. And it will be 2023. That's, wait, will it? Wait, next week. No, no, yes, it will. Oh my God, the timing of this is great because this episode's coming out on Christmas and the next episode is coming on New Year's. So anyway, I don't know why that made me so excited, but I'll see you guys next year. (laughs) And that will also probably be a new season. Although, does it make sense to make it a new season? I don't know. I'll figure it out. This has been a long season, though, so maybe I'll have to end it. Anyway, see you guys next year. Um, Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Bye.